feel to be back. It feels great. I feel yeah? rejuvenated. I feel refreshed. <laughs> I'm ready to get on the airwaves again. We are welcome. Ba- welcome back. Thank you very much. Uh, we are talking nothing college football, nothing but college football playoffs. Yeah. So the championship game, speculations, ifs, ands, and busts, busts, buts, shoulda, coulda, wouldas, everything in between. Um, we'll just dive right into this championship game it was brutally dis it was brutal yes and you saw it with your own eyes yes literally i went to the game uh my sister goes to tcu and shout was, out sister yeah shout out to my sister and it was it was tough to say the least it yeah. was it was really bad yeah and that's i guess we'll get into the question was it more of georgia's dominance or was it tcu's lack of preparedness and lack of i guess athletic ability yeah i was listening to the joe clatt podcast today and he was talking about how he's usually in the box obviously announcing the games yesterday he was there as a spectator and he said that as soon as he got there like you could just feel the energy was just different with georgia and tcu like tcu was just content with being there he said it felt like like they weren't feeling as aggressive and warm-ups and whatnot. And you can tell Georgia was just ready just to get in there and just be explosive. And the defense really showed out. And, yeah, you could see that. I noticed when I was at this game, I noticed three things. Two to three things. I'm going to try to get that third thing out. But it's basically his top two. Max Duggan was terrible. <laughs> yeah. He was Understatement. not – he was under-throwing guys, over, over-throwing them, not completing the simple passes. It just wasn't simple Max Duggan. Yes. We have always seen. Yes. And number two kind of relates to number one is that Georgia had their number on defense and on offense. Yeah, insanely. Have we ever seen a national championship game that was just this lopsided? It was the biggest margin of victory in in championship era. Oh, for sure. Insane. Yeah, and Georgia's defense was just ready for it. Dominant. And the third thing is Georgia's offense. They were perfect. Literally. I, there was there, they could have been third and 25 and I had full confidence that they were going to score to score or (laughs) get the first down for sure. Stetson Bennett, man, what can you say? Like beast. (laughs) I think TCU's defense didn't think he was going to run whatsoever. No, I was surprised too. They saw the, they saw the peach bowl. Yeah. And there was like he was he's not gonna run that much. Because mm-hmm. he had in the Peach Bowl, he had almost four hundred yards of passing. Yeah. I feel like in the Heisman standings that Max Duggan was a ranked above Stetson Bennett. I feel like after that game, it's hard to walk away from that and be like, Wow, Stetson Bennett was not the best college football quarterback this year. I mean, just utter dominance. Like I don't think we saw any of the other Heisman finalists have such a dominant game as he did on the biggest stage. Like it was unbelievable. I was it was a different Georgia team than what Ohio State played against. Yeah, I don't think TCU knew what was coming. I like, didn't think geez. either. I thought it was going to be rather close. I thought people thought it was going to be close too. And yeah, but was that people just like wanting to see a good game? or I partially wanted to see a good game. Yeah. Um, But it was honestly bad. Yeah. It was bad. And I'm not at a loss of words just thinking back at the game. You can't say, though, anymore – that TCU didn't deserve to be in that game. No, Because I think they did. I think they did too. And I think there's a point, I mean, you see this in March Madness, you see this with other like underdog teams that eventually their Cinderella run just runs out, especially when you face the real number one team like Georgia. Like, 
there's only a certain place that your Cinderella magic can get you to. And it got him to the big stage. Kudos to them. But, yeah. I mean, Georgia's just another tier from TCU. Georgia's on that same level as Alabama. And now we can say that that's solidified with back-to-back national championships. And, I mean, Stetson Bennett and that whole team is just experienced. And like Joel Klatt was saying on his podcast, like TCU was just happy to be there. Like they were totally content with making it to the big stage. And, I mean, we saw what happened, so. Do you think this is a do you think the Georgia Bulldogs run college football now? Yes. 100%. Yeah. I think so. But it'll be interesting to see what happens next year without Stetson Bennett. I mean, obviously they're not losing all their pieces, but you know, the quarterback veteran position. I mean, Stetson Bennett's been through a lot, man. Walk-on, Juco Bandit. I mean, he has tons of experience. Yeah. You know, there was um there was clips of when first of college football when college football first started yeah and i think i saw stetson bennett in that video <laughs> yeah he I might bet. have been in that video <laughs> i bet you know <laughs> i mean he's just as old as lamar <laughs> that's what i'm saying dude like yeah. his seniority definitely he had the experience yeah 100 he's, he's a been su- he's a super duper senior super duper senior and there's no i don't think he has any more eligibility left so no and also and also what do you think nfl drafts uh what do you what do you think he ranks as an NFL draft prospect with his age? Do you think it hinders him at all, despite like his resume coming out of college? Yes, I've been pondering this question: it's the Stetson Bennett quarterback controversy in the NFL. I've been pondering this, and I've come to the conclusion that there are good, great college football quarterbacks don't necessarily pan out in the NFL. I mean, we've seen that with Tim Tebow. We've seen that with every like. I can name hopefully four to five that just greatest college quarterbacks of all time. But when they got to the NFL, extremely mid. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I just don't know. They were just so adaptable to the college football level. And then the NFL is just a whole nother level. Faster. It's It's faster. Yeah, it's faster. And a lot of those guys come from very dominant programs like, Tim Tebow at Florida when they're at their prime. Stetson Bennett right now at Georgia at their prime. And we've yet to see what Stetson Bennett does. But a lot of those guys are usually like first round picks going for like early first yeah. round picks going to teams that, you know, are looking to develop. And, you know, we see what pans out. I hate to poke at USC, but Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. Great college quarterback. Yeah. Was pretty bad in the NFL. The butt fumble. Yeah, I hate you know he's well, he's he's bigger than that. He is, but let's be honest, the Jets the Jets franchise is where quarterbacks go to die. Like, yeah. I mean, we're seeing that with Zach Wilson right now. Like Zach Wilson, another yeah. great example. <laughs> yeah. You got these Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, it, I just don't know what happens. Some of these, it's so. If you really think about it, it's so rare finding a good college quarterback. It is. Like out of, it's super rare. It's very rare. Think of that 2017 draft class with Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Josh Rosen. Yeah. The best quarterback in that draft was at 17. Yeah, I know. And from Wyoming. Yeah. (laughs) Not even from a Power 5 conference with, yeah, literally like, what, no offers out of high school? None. Yeah, Juco walk-on. And I think Stetson Bennett is just going to be another guy on that long list. I think so, too. But I think that the fact that he has kind of like that Juco grit in him, and I think that he has that oh, walk-on please. grit. I think oh, that matters. Please. I know that's like not like a tangible thing that you can measure, but I think that that matters because, I mean, with Baker Mayfield and Josh Rosen, I mean, they're a power five quarterbacks, and, you know. Didn't I, Baker Mayfield go to Juco? 
He didn't go to JUCO, but he no, he, he okay. I think I can't remember his story exactly. I know it wasn't handed to him, but I he think went to Texas Tech. He went to Texas Tech, yes. And he was there when Mahomes was there. Yes, and then didn't play, transferred, something like that. But I don't know. I just think Stetson Bennett might have that dog in him. No pun intended. Where do you think? <laughs> where do you think? He, I think he might be a drafter rounds three through five, four through six. You know what would be interesting? What if Aaron Rodgers retires? Did you see him talking about like holding on to that jersey and not giving it to that? Yeah. Okay, Aaron Rodgers retires. Do the Packers pick up Stetson Bennett? I mean, they have no, Jordan Love. They have Jordan but, like, Love. You never know. <laughs> no. I think I think I don't know if he'd be first round. I don't even know if he'd be late first round. Maybe second, third round. Okay. I think this is what's gonna happen to Stetson Bennett. I'm gonna pull this recording for when it when it actually happens. <laughs> he's gonna get drafted. I like to say the third, fourth round. Okay. He's going to become a backup quarterback for about two to three years. And then a couple games, he's going to get the start, and he's going to do really, really, really well, and people are going to think he's going to be a starting quarterback. People are like, oh, he's back to his Georgia self. Yeah. No. He's going to have a couple good starts, but he's going to remain a backup. He's going to be like a Cooper Rush type. Yes. Come come in when Dak Prescott's injured for six games, have a good run, and then just get booted out like that. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. 100%. A hundred percent. I agree. It's gonna that. happen. I agree with that. Bryce Young's gonna be the maybe the top three pick for sure. Stroud, we don't know for sure. Duggan, we don't know also as well because that was his last year. Yeah, I mean, I think. Where do you think he's gonna go? I think he's also like a Stetson Bennett type, to be honest with you, or maybe not. I mean, I think he turned a lot of heads this year. He turned a lot of heads, but I just saw that the moment was too big for Max Duggan and TCU. 100%. I think it was too big for the entire squad, to be honest. Yes. Like, I mean, especially with, like, the—I mean, TCU's. I think they've been up and coming for a few years now, and, like, you know, they had a miracle season. Duggan carried them to the championship, and, I mean, yeah, the moment was too big, but— Don't expect this—don't expect this— for TCU to be back at the bottom of the barrel. No, no, for sure no, not. no, no. For sure not. They'll get a nice, comfy top 10 ranking going into next year. Yeah. This brought in a lot of recruits. 100%. They're going to get an absolute nasty running back from Alabama who yeah. transferred, who's going to be transferring over there next year. Yeah. Former five-star. I wish I had his name on the top of my head. But it's going to bring a lot of good publicity for TCU, and this will revamp their program. Sonny Dykes did this in one year. He would have been the fourth head coach to get a national championship for TCU in the first year. Really? In college football. Yeah. I mean, it's just tough because, I mean, we just saw how big of a margin is between the SEC and the Big 12. I don't think TCU, like you said, they're not going to be bottom of the barrel next year. That's for sure. And you say that SEC, Big 12, we also saw that in the Sugar Bowl where the Big 12 champion, Kansas State, took on – Alabama, yeah, no, and that they was got it coming. Too. That was nuts too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. College football's heading an interesting place, and I mean, you know, we still have USC up and coming. We have a lot of up and coming teams. Yes. And with Stetson Bennett being, you know, he's going to go to the draft this year. He's not going to be with Georgia anymore. It's going to be interesting to see what Georgia does too, moving for, forward with Kirby Smart. College football's in a in an interesting place right now. I want to get to speculating. All right, let's do it. I'm an Ohio State fan. 
Mm. I was pissed being at that game <laughs> because I knew if we would have won against Georgia, we would have beat TCU. Yeah. I think it would have been a much closer game. Ohio State isn't as good as Georgia. Yeah. They damn well showed that in the in the in the semifinal Peach Bowl. Yeah. They outplayed Georgia. It's just when you blow a 38-24 lead in the final eight minutes, yeah. you deserve to lose. You do. Simple for sure. as that. For sure. And the Ohio State defense, as good as they were in that game, they folded. Yeah, for sure. C.J. Stroud couldn't have played any better. No, for sure. So that's the speculation of Ohio State. It would have been an easy national championship. Not an easy one, but it would have been well Well, if you get past Georgia, that's the favorite. That's the big dog. 100%. Those are Ohio State fans. I was on. I'm on the Ohio State Twitter side. People are like, "Oh, should be the Buckeyes in this game. Shoulda, coulda, woulda." You can yeah. say all you want, but if I'm a Michigan fan who lost to this team, yeah, I am projecti- projectile vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't look good. No, you are zero and two now in the college football playoff. Yeah. You lose to Georgia the last year. Yeah. You didn't even score a touchdown. No. And you lose to a Cinderella team who, yes, deserved it. They put up a lot of points on you, though. It was, what was it, 51-45? It yeah. Was a, I, I think I said to my sister it was a on shootout. this. I was like, okay, here's what's going to happen in this Michigan-TCU game. I was like, either TCU's going to win by a little or they're going to get blown out. Yeah. And they won by a little. They did. And look at what happened in the college football championship. They got blown out. Yeah. TCU has the lowest win margin, I think, in college football. I agree with that. They'd, I think they have two. They had two wins over two scores. Yeah. They all won their game possession-wise one in one possession, one score. Yeah. Well, to be fair, if – okay, let's say TCU and Georgia played each other ten times, right? I think this game was a super outlier, the fact that TCU got blown out by that much. I think it's a super outlier, so – I don't know. It's hard to say. I think Michigan would have played a better game against Georgia, honestly. And I think if Ohio State played against TCU, it wouldn't have been a blowout like this last game was. So, I don't know. I agree. Things to, to think about. Yeah. Interesting. I agree. With TCU, though, like you said, the 9 out of 10 times, yeah, maybe Georgia wins 9 out of 10 times. This is what my dad told me, and I actually really liked it. It kind of got me fired up. I actually wanted to root for TCU because <laughs> I'm, I'm a Buckeye fan for life, and I was just there to hopefully have TCU win and see the retirement man just go in shambles. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was like, Georgia may win nine out of ten times, but all we need is that one. Yeah. All we need is that one. And obviously, the worst possible it was, outcome It was happens. not that one. It wasn't. It made it worse and it was freaking <laughs> raining there, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. SoFi Stadium. <laughs> it was, it's such a confusing stadium, an indoor-outdoor. And like you said, you probably you guys probably saw on Twitter where – rain was coming in sideways yeah. on the stands yeah when i was outside like in food my acls were on a, fr- <laughs> a pedestal yeah. trying not to slip everywhere yeah, you're on, on ice at that stadium oh yeah gosh, so that yeah. didn't make it any better yeah was it packed was there a lot of people was that, a lot of- it, that, i'm gonna take that as a rhetorical <laughs> question i mean were yeah, there more, was were, were there more uh georgia fans or tcu fans there it was 50 50 really because you got the stadium yeah. You had Georgia coming around the corner on the right side of the end zone more than halfway, but then you had TCU on the other side covering more than halfway on the other side of the end yeah. zone. So it was pretty close. Nice. I it mean, was fun, though. At least TCU has some good representation there. 
Yes. I thought it was cool. I was sitting on Imperial Highway and I was like, wow, there's a Georgia buses. Wow, there's a TCU buses. And I was hyped to tell you about it. And then I get a Snapchat from Jeff and he's like, oh, he's wearing a TCU hoodie and he's at the game. I was And I was in class and I was like, bro, oh my yeah, gosh. Bro, it was, it was a good experience <laughs> for all. But as I was saying, who know what's gonna happen? But uh, Michigan, Michigan fans should be shooting themselves in the foot yeah. after this. I'd be obviously I was very upset that Ohio State wasn't in this game, and the result of the Georgia Ohio State game was tragic for yeah. me. Harbaugh might not even be back. He might not even be back. Yeah. So who knows what that be? But as I was saying before, like I was about to tell you this, and then I wanted to get on the air. Yeah. And and say this is we uh, game is on New Year's Eve. Mm. So you had the TCU game and then the Ohio State game. Yeah, we were at a di- we were at we I was in Palm Springs with my family and another family. We were watching it at our house for the first half. Ohio State was killing it. Obviously, I yeah. was super hyped. We go to the we go to this New Year's party at another at another person's house. They have the game on, three different rooms. It's nice. I I was I was eating a nice dinner and watching this game, and watching Ohio State play well i couldn't obviously react hugely because i'm at a dinner yeah. i'm at like a yeah. nice thai business casual yeah. <laughs> dinner and i'm watching this game and like as the second half goes georgia finally takes the lead and i'm like oh no this yeah. is not happening right now yeah they took the lead with m- minute left i think what it was ohio i was like all right down one point just one point. We need a field goal to win. They're dri- they drive. They're driving. C.J. Stroud marks off this great thirty-yard run. We're in field goal range all of a sudden. I'm like, oh my gosh! I'm trying not to freak out, eating the nicest steak I've ever made for me <laughs> in front of me, and like I can't even eat this freaking thing because I'm so nervous yeah. for this. We're in field goal range. Two crappy calls trying to pass the ball. Don't know why we ran it. So now it's fourth and goal, a 50-yard shot. Meanwhile, while this is happening, for some reason, the family we were also with that was there, that was hosting the game, wanted to celebrate New Year's from on the East Coast time. Oh, Meanwhile, this is happening no. in Georgia. Yeah. So they're about to turn off this game. No. I can't say anything. Oh, because no. I can't say anything because I'm a guest in their house. I'm like, They want to watch the ball drop? I was like, can we at least keep it on one, one channel? Yeah. On the East Coast, which bro, it doesn't make too much sense for me, but no. I guess East Coast dominates in all Teach ways, own. shapes, and forms. Teach their own yeah. ears. So they got this slap local station on <laughs> from the East Coast. It could, I know, it was probably like the the ABC Rockefeller yeah. Plaza yeah. thing, whatever. I'm in the I'm in like the corner of like I I'm sitting right here. I'm sitting on the far end, and the TCU and the Ohio State gets on the other end, uh-huh. and. I'm like, I go down this, I'm on hand, I'm Urban Meyer, hands on <laughs> knees at this dinner. And as soon as I see Ruggles snap hook that kick, oh. I just go onto the, I just go to the ground at this, at this oh, table, at no. this dinner party. Yeah. And oh no, I was emotionless. I was like, I cannot <laughs> believe that just happened. Oh, the next, gosh. I, <laughs> I went into the bathroom for like 10 minutes <laughs> just like just to sit on the floor and think about what was happening. Yeah. And then while I'm sitting there on the bathroom, <laughs> I hear the TV turned up 
and they go, let's count down 10, <laughs> 9, and I'm in the bathroom while they're celebrating New Year's on the East, no. co- on the East Coast. Oh, my and, gosh. And now you're, Happy New Year. I felt like I was in a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, the guy that just got his heart broken. Yes. Yeah. It was no <laughs> unreal. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't believe it. I'm sure all of Buckeyes Nation was right there with you, though. Oh, my gosh. It was a <laughs> it was a disaster. I was so sad for 15 minutes. Yeah. This is not the first time this has happened to me, too. Yeah. Happened in 2019. Yeah. Clemson, Ohio State. Olave cuts the wrong way. Interception. Fields that classic meme on his head where oh, he's, like, yeah. holding his helmet with his hands like yeah. that. Oh my gosh, it's tough being a Buckeyes it's fan. It's rough being a Buckeyes fan. Ryan Day is going to um, give up play calling, though. Really? And I saw this rumor. It's like Ohio State still hasn't uh, called out, uh, hasn't hired an offensive coordinator. And this is just when Cliff Kingsbury was just about to get fired. Ooh. How I would love Cliff Kingsbury yeah. calling the shots. How crazy is that, that he was signed until 2027 and then after this season yeah. just booted? That's insane. I don't understand that. Like, yeah, I actually, I actually don't understand. Yeah, I just, it's not I don't like understand they were, It's that. not like they were healthy and it no. was his fault. Like, I agree. Yeah. Who, uh, who's going to be in next year's college football playoffs? Who? It's hard to say Georgia's not a favorite again. Yeah. It's difficult is not it, to Okay, say so now... I don't think is it still going to be at four teams? Yes. Okay, I think so too. Because it's, it's be not the next teams. this year, but the next year. Yes. And it's also the last year of USC and UCLA being in the Pac-12 yeah. before the Big Ten gets readjusted and yeah. those teams in. Ooh, I mean, obviously I'm biased and I like USC, and I think that they're going to be even more. You improved. can say that because I think they're they're in one of my spots. Really? Yeah. Possibly. I think they definitely make the playoffs. I think it would be a huge failure for Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams and that whole staff if they don't make the playoffs. They should have been in this year. That was totally their spot to lose. Um, I'm going to say Georgia is going to be in the national championship again just because they're the way too early favorites again. Yeah. I'm going to go Georgia, and I guess I'll go off on a limb. I know this is kind of predictable and biased, but I'm going to say USC – I think they're going to fix their defensive side of the ball because I think that's obviously what lost them, their playoff spot, yeah. and that's where they need the most improvement. It's crazy how fast they fix the offense in just a single season, and I think I have a lot of hope, even if it's you know a little bit jaded. I'm going to go USC, Georgia, in the national championship. USC and Georgia in the national championship? You think Georgia's going to be there? three times in a row i think so yeah oh that's i mean considering looking at their schedule for next year they're only playing they've played every single team have has lost five times last year in their next year's schedule it's pretty soft yeah soft schedule and i think the defense is still gonna have most of their guys and that defense i mean you saw the defense carry when um Stetson Bennett, I mean, he had he didn't have his best game against Ohio State, right? Like, he didn't – he obviously didn't. It was, it was pretty good. But, I mean, like, I don't know. The defense held Ohio State when they had that lead and the offense was coming back. So, I think Georgia's defense is pretty solid. I think it's the best in the country. So, I'm going to go – I'm going to go – it's going to be the best defense in Georgia and it's going to be college football's best offense in USC and they're going to go out in the national championship in twenty. They are losing the first-round pick, Jalen Carter, at the line. Jalen Carter. He might be the one number one overall, I think. Really? I think so. Will Anderson? I think 
I don't know. I've seen like mock drafts, and I think that he's the Georgia guy. What's his name again? Uh, Carter. Yeah, I think he's pretty high up there on draft boards right now. I agree. He's yeah. uh, he could be a top top ten. I pick. think it could be uh, it could be either one of those guys. I think in yes. the top three. I agree. Um, for me, I definitely have Georgia in there. Yeah, I do. It's, I, hard, it's hard to bet against them right now. Back to back national championships. Yes, got a lot of their key pieces. Yes. In regards for Ohio State and Michigan, that we saw was rare. Two Big Ten teams in there like that. Yeah. It's rare because they play each other at the end of the year every year. And that determines who's in the Big Ten championship and who's going to be in the college football playoff. Yeah, it's insane that both of them got in there. Credit USC's loss to Utah. Yes. But... Michigan isn't losing a whole lot of guys. Maybe their biggest guy, Ronnie Bell. That's their probably yeah. their biggest loss in their center and some guys on the offensive line and defensive line. They're keeping McCarthy. They're keeping Corum, who just got turned, who just decided to come back. Plus, Donovan Edwards, who ran into the house twice and opened up the opened up the Fiesta Bowl with a big run. Yeah. He's back. I have kind of a hot take right now. I think Ohio State's in a better position moving forward than Michigan, even especially yeah. if CJ Stroud comes back, which was not the case when they lost to Michigan in the regular season at yeah. the end of the regular season. A lot of people were in super panic mode for Ohio State. This is why though. You can go eleven and two. This is by the way, this is the first time Ryan Day has lost consecutive consecutive back to back times in his career and the mm-hmm. first time for Ohio State in like eight to ten years. You can play you can it doesn't matter if you go 12 and 0 13 and 0 14 and 0 11 and 1 if you your season is determined by the game that Michigan Ohio State game the season is determined why do you think Harbaugh was on the on the cusp for the longest time Justin Fields era he couldn't beat couldn't beat Ohio State they couldn't touch him no all of a sudden it's turned around I remember Ryan Day seen on Twitter he was on the hot seat yeah. For it. Yeah. It is determined by that game. And in regards to that matchup on Ohio State Buckeyes and Michigan Wolverines, it's really tough. I can't put any of them I can't put any of those guys in the top four until we see what happens because you have a lot of guys returning for Michigan. Ohio State also has a lot of guys coming back and a lot of guys going away. And potentially CJ, their quarterback's coming CJ back. CJ Stroud is pos I mean, I'm expecting him to declare for the draft. Yeah. But think about who's on the offense for that besides quarterback. You have the best wide receiver in college football, Marvin Harrison. Amika Mbuka, a true freshman who broke, a thou- I think, a 1,000 yards this year, who is so elite. You have Trayvon Henderson, who's coming back, a sophomore. He got injured. Mine Williams, John, uh, what's his name? Ro- uh, what's his name? It's a wide receiver, uh, Jermaine Johnson, who is like a who's a Swiss heart, Swiss Army knife, out there. He can do it all. He scored a touchdown in the, pe- in the Peach Bowl. A great offensive line. Another five-star wide receiver coming in, Brandon Ines. Whoever wins that quarterback competition between, I think it's Kyle McCord and Devin Brown, is being handed the keys to a Lamborghini. Yeah, no, literally. You are driving an elite offense. Yeah. 
this is like CJ Stroud getting the comp CJ Stroud's first year when he had Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. Yeah, that's insane. That's an insane wide this receiver. Wide rec- last year. Last not that obviously when when Ohio State was in the Rose Bowl and Georgia won it for the first time. This was the Ohio State wide receiver room. Chris Olave, Smith and Jigma, Garrett Wilson, and Marvin Harrison Jr. and Julian Fleming. Nasty. <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, no, that's a nasty wide receiver room. And with this, with these people, Kyle, I think it's going to be Kyle McCord, who's been super, who's been, I think is going to be the guy. He's going to have a day. So I think with that offense and with the projectability of our quarterbacks, Ohio State, Mike, is going to give Michigan a run for their money. Definitely. How great a rivalry is it, too, that your head coach's status is based off whether they can beat their it's rival the game. or not? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what other game. what other rivalry in sports is there that your head coach's employment is based off of if you can beat your rival? Like that's insane. You can't really put Saban's name on the line. They're, the Iron Bowl that's not a that's not a rivalry no that's not a, that's not a rivalry anymore. It hasn't been since the freaking kick return in what 2012 when oh Auburn gosh, took it yeah, all the I way back. So. I think so. Maybe maybe a little earlier or later than that. I'm yeah. not sure. I'm not a Bama fan. I'm just speculating at this yeah. point. It's gonna be. Also, I want to just throw in before we log off, Florida State. Mm. They're not messing around. They won't mess around next year. They went ten and three. Yeah, and they could find themselves. They could find themselves possibly in the college football playoff. You think so? I think so. It's gonna it's gonna be a dogfight. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of up and coming teams right now, and college football is moving in a place that's never gone to before. I mean, with the readjusting of conferences, with the talk of super conferences. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. It is. We'll see. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in for this one. Guess what? Since we took a break for so long, we're going to have this one's out obviously on Wednesday possibly and Thursday. Who knows? Hopefully one of those times. We're going to have another one out Friday, Saturday to talk about the NFL playoffs and the NFL draft and the NFL draft picks and what should happen with the first 18 picks and who's going to win hopefully it's going to be fun it's going to be good i cannot wait for this year and this podcast thank you guys for tuning in jeff wilson and caleb crawley we'll see you guys later